everybody, what's going on, y'all? Once again, this is Eddie Foreign, host of the Running With Foreign Podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, or whether it be on YouTube or on all your outlets uh, where you listen to the podcast or whatever the case may be. So um, for those, of course, who are watching on YouTube and all that, y'all can follow me, my social medias, my Instagram and the page. Instagram is all right there and whatnot. And for those, of course, who are listening to the podcast, you can follow on on Instagram at Running With Foreign Podcast. Also, y'all can follow me at it's underscore Eddie Foreign. All right. So this week's episode, Teach One, Reach One, is kind of, you know, definite. I want to get into it with my guests. But before that, let me just go ahead and welcome my guest. She is no stranger to the podcast, by the way. She is no stranger. If y'all have seen the early stages of the Running With Foreign podcast, you have seen her around. But since then, you know, she's been doing so much work. Um, she is the founder of the What's Next Project. She has a conference coming up. Of course, she is, I consider as a little sister to me. She is a JCSU graduate, class of 2018. And of course, everything else. We will, we'll get to the rest, but y'all know. So with that being said, I want to really welcome back to the show, Jillian Hosman. Hey, how are you? watching i'm glad to be here again i'm glad to see how far this podcast has come <laughs> i appreciate that thank you thank you 45 episodes in though it's only fair all right so for those who have not watched the episode before whatever the case may be you might want to give a little refresher of who is jillian osmith yes so i am jillian highsmith again i'm a graduate at john c smith university class of 2018 um full-time i am now an investigator for child protective services so i handle cases for physical abuse um neglect and dependency um but i'm here to speak about the what's next project i am the founder of the what's next project a mentoring program for young girls 12 to 21 years old we mentor young girls regarding educational and community development. Um, we have a few upcoming events coming up. We have a back to school event. It's called the Queen City 90 Day Back to School Prep um, with Girl Talk Foundation, where we will speak on behalf of preparing from the mental standpoint of going back to school within the first 90 days. What to prepare for mentally when it comes to what goes on behind closed doors with relationships, um, even some family dynamics that might, might be going on. Um, academic stress, preparing the, you know, your sports uh, athlete, you know, preparing for doing schoolwork on top of preparing to making sure that you're succeeding in your practices. So we're just going to hit on now how that affects you mentally and how to make sure that you're mentally good throughout the school year and especially within the first 90 days. And then we also have a conference coming up um, for all my entrepreneurs and even women who are just interested in growing and learning about mentorship and leadership and just platforming yourself within your career. We are having a um, Women in Entrepreneurship and Networking Conference with Ground Up, which is a um, marketing company out of Ohio. Um, their team will be coming down here and partnering with the What's Next Project. And we're going to bring all our ladies from all over to speak about, uh, well not speak about, but we're going to have different activities. Uh, we're going to have a meet and greet on Friday, on Saturday, it's going to be our big old 
we can say like that's gonna be like the big day. Um, so okay. that's the day that we're going to um, have like our connecting to the community event. So we'll be talking about mentorship, leadership, um, speaking about how um, my group came upon and you know our goals with what we see within the future, um, as well as the partnering organization as well, well business that I'm uh, working with as well, ground up, you know, their platform, um, how they succeeded within what they're doing, just dropping knowledge and gems overall on entrepreneurship and networking within your career goals, whether that's entrepreneurship, whether it's starting your own business, or whether it's just, you know, building your skill sets wherever you desire within your career. And then we're going to end it off with a, that's going to be a surprise, but it's going to be a send-off to basically reset and reflect um, over the event and taking everything that you gained and taking it to whatever you have planned. See, that's a lot going on. First and foremost, yes, 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 yes. shout out to Toledo, shout out to 419. Oh, he got, oh, oh. he know the area. No, come on now, come on now. I, I does my research. I does my research. Um, what else? Um, I didn't. Well, yeah, you are child protective service. I did not know that. Shout outs to that though. I know that's a big, big, big accomplishment. Yes. And whatnot. So um, I guess you just segue to kind of the next question because you was talking about the first ninety days and all of that other stuff with school. Yeah. Being that now college is officially in session. Yes. And whatnot. So, um, let's talk about your time at Johnson C. Smith University. Like, just explain to the people why Johnson C. Smith molded you to the person that you became today. Okay. Um, so, in high school, um, I was denied from a lot of colleges due to my ACT score along with my GPA. Um, so all the colleges that I really wanted to go to, it just wasn't working out for me because of my ACT scores and my GPA, of course. But my dad introduced me to HBCUs, and he basically told me, you know, if I'm going to pay for it, you're going to go to HBCU anyway, so you might as well just start looking in that direction. Um, so I always looked at Charlotte somewhere where I wanted to make a home one day, and I already had a few support systems in Charlotte, and going from Ohio to a new state, um, I really wanted to make sure I at least had somebody um, down here. I was the only child, so I was at least need somebody, um, starting off in a new state. So I looked at the John C. Smith University because um, it's located in Charlotte and it's an HBCU along being a smaller HBCU. And I know I needed that smaller environment just for me within my academic success. Um, so I applied and I was accepted underneath the Biddle program. So I was a Biddle student where basically I had opportunity to have, you know, instructors my freshman year um, basically guide me throughout making sure that I get through the classes and we're ready for classes, you know, in regards to knowing how to study, um, knowing how to stay on top of my academics, my homework, and then I also had a mentor as well to just guide me through. Um, we did community service. Um, I went to um, John C. Smith a few weeks early to just, you know, figure out, you know, how to really prepare for college. And then also I was a dancer. So when I went out um, to orientation and then also to get more insight of what I was getting to with Biddle, um, I was in band camp as well. Um, but when I went out there, I auditioned the first time, made dance 
everything. So I was like, okay, this is it. You know, I'm going to go here. Um, I'm going to dance in a band. It's an HBCU. In the environment alone, when I went um, to Johnson University for the first time, I felt like it was home. I didn't feel overwhelmed. I didn't feel like, you know, I was going to be there and get lost. So that's what kind of set me on going to Johnson University. And it was basically the best decision I ever made in my life. Um, it basically was my foundation to the woman I am today. Um, it showed me how to break barriers that I felt like I could never break um, in regards to my academic success along with, you know, my success as a woman within my career. Um, it's still many people there um, from the staff-wise that has helped me in many ways get to where I'm at in the career. I met friends, including this guy right here, <laughs> um, that are lifelong friends that lifelong friends that's actually like family now. So, Justin University basically preparing me to the woman I am today um, from a personal standpoint, along with my educational and community development. That's what's up, though. I, I appreciate that kind gesture of yours there. I appreciate that. Um, so, I mean, granted, though, it's a lot, though, especially us Smithites or whatever, just put a lot of things in mind and put a lot of things in perspective and whatnot. But we'll talk more, more of that, the topics and all that other stuff, because homecoming is around the corner, and this is why we are here. Yes. So, um, <laughs> okay, so, um, leading in, so the next question I have for you is this. So, the What's Next project? So... This is a two-part question. First part of the question is, what made you decide you wanted to give back? And the second question is, obviously, tell the people what is the next, the what's next project? Okay, so first part is, I founded the What's Next project because when I was in high school, I really didn't have the resources um, needed to grow within my academic success and my future because of the barriers I had with not having a GPA, not having the ACT score um, to get into college to move forward what I wanted to do for a career. Um, it wasn't really that many resources that led me to thinking that college was even going to be for me. I was told by my academic advisor in high school that I shouldn't even go to college because of, you know, where I stand in high school. And that, for me, that, that really hurt. Um, and then knowing that my parents and my support system had to go out their way to just find out for people like me who strength is not really, you know, testing and getting good scores on tests and just figuring out what is it for me where I can still go to college and still succeed in life with my goals. And it wasn't really that many resources where I can, you know, I had to really dig. And then I never really had that big sister figure either to let me know, you know, it's going to be okay, you're going to get through this, you know. I was the only child growing up, so I didn't have that big sister, and I always wanted, you know, that person I can lean on to. Because sometimes it's hard to go to your parents for everything. Um, my parents is, you know, amazing, and they definitely were there for everything. But I have noticed mentoring girls that a lot of people can't go to their parents for everything. 
Um, so just having that big sister outlet, you know, that can help you within anything personal going in life, but also making sure that you have what you need to grow, you know, as a person within your goals and whatever you have planned for your career or your business. So the West Edge Project is just like an all-in-one for that. Um, and because I was that girl who was lost and, you know, not knowing what's next for me, um, that's how I founded the What's Next Project because I wanted girls to just have somewhere to go where they can get mentorships, get the resources, get scholarships opportunities you don't have a 3.5, knowing what colleges are there to help you succeed. Because once you get the degree and once you, you know, you build that work experience, you can become as successful as anybody was in high school. You can be just as successful as somebody had a 4.0. You know, it's just about how you don't give up, how you just conquer the barriers that face yourself, and having a strong village. You know, I'm very big on making sure that, you know, my girls that are in Western Project have that village. And that's basically what the Western Project is here for. That's what's and. I, I kind of set this off camera, honestly, and off air, but I really say this with the utmost respect, and I'm not saying this because you're like a sister to me, and I'm not saying that because I'm in front of your face, but I am saying this because I am proud of what you have become and what you have done, not only for yourself, but what you have done to inspire others. And appreciate And you know, but um, it's just, like I've done seen you came and grow from the time mm -hmm. we went to Smith to Ooh. right now. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, yeah, I, I had some times at Smith. I mean, we all have, but again, we all have, but again, we know how to come and mature and, and grow as we, we grow into this thing we call life here. We know how yes. to, you know, make sure, every, yes. like, we hold ourselves to a higher standard and hold mm -hmm. ourselves into, like, in higher upsilon, you know? Yes. So... All right, so I guess you kind of went into full detail about this uh, conference that you have coming up. Yes. But just to go ahead and reiterate a little bit, what should these young females expect from this upcoming conference that you guys okay. have been coming up? So the conference um, would not be for, you know, teen girls. It would be for young women um, that are... I would say it's not an age group, but it won't be for high school, it'll be for young adults, let's say that. So okay. it'll be for young adults, even though I mentor teen girls, I love to have events where I can also reach out to young adults when it comes to um, getting their higher education in college and, you know, newly getting out there in their field. Because it's hard, you know, figuring out what you're going to do after college. Once you get that degree, that's it. That's it. It's right. on your own on high school. What's <laughs> that's next, right. you know? Um, so this conference is basically going to be a foundation build-up um, to gaining knowledge and gems on how to take whatever you have planned for your future when it comes to your success to the next level. Right. Okay, so I know some people are like, well, it's entrepreneurship, so I don't want to be an entrepreneur. You know, I don't want to, you know, quit my job or maybe I don't have a business just yet. And that's okay. You know, we're here to help women in all areas. I still work a nine-to-five job and I still have a business, so I'm definitely going to elaborate on how I manage that, how that can still, you know, work out for you um and then of course the um 
business that I'm working with ground up, they're going to hit on marketing. They're going to hit on um, business mentorship as much as my mentorship when it comes to the educational and community development part. Um, having hands-on activities um, to show you, you know, what, how to prepare for the next steps in your future. Um, we're going to have a community service project because we're all about giving back to the community. Um, and also just having fun, you know, networking with different women from all over, gaining those business, so potential business partnerships, collaboration events, knowing that as women, we can work together. You can have, I can have a, a youth organization and another woman can have another youth organization. And instead of us, you know, trying to compete with each other, come together, let's, let's work together. How, how can we have events together? How can I help you? How... How can you help me? Um, that's what this um, conference is about. It's just building success um, through knowledge gym and networking um, through women all over. And I'm so excited for this event because I'm doing it with somebody that I grew up with. Um, like you seen me grow up. You seen me become right. successful. I seen the founder of Ground Up grow from you know, we've been friends since high school, and she's seen me at my lowest, and I see her at her lowest. And because now we're both at a place where we never thought we can be, mm -hmm. it's only right that we just educate women who look at us like, dang, they doing it. Man, they doing it. I remember they did this and that. Showing them how we got there, giving them the skill sets and the resources to leave out um, from the conference on how to make it. Whatever that entitles for you, whether it's your career nine to five, whether it's starting a business, or whether it's just, you know, going to school, medical school, law school, we're going to give you everything you need to make sure you're ready for that next level. Oh, that's, oh my gosh. I, I feel like I'm about to run through a brick wall just now. <laughs> like, real talk. Like, I really feel like after hearing this, I'm like, yo, like, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm ready to do this. All right, but um, what is the date for this conference that you guys have set? So it is the last weekend in September, um, and going into, uh, so it's three days, okay? Um, the main event is October 1st, October 2nd, and then September 29th. So the last weekend in September, going into October, um, that is the weekend that we'll be having all our events. It's three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, tickets are on the Eventbrite. Um, I'll make sure y'all... No, he yeah. gonna promote. Yeah, okay? I, I will. He's going Definitely to promote. Will. Okay. Definitely will. It will be <laughs> link in the comments. Link in the comments. Okay? Also, I will be posting the link on <laughs> my on the podcast Instagram page as well. So y'all tune yes. in to that. So last weekend in September, going to, going into the first first week of October. You know, um, we gonna make sure you guys know exactly what you need to get to the next level. Um, definitely sign up when I register um it is fifty dollars um to register but that's for all events access to all events and then 75 for vip 75 um vip will include um different stuff that will be a surprise um but it'll also include a private dinner okay um and those tickets you know get them quick because they will go fast um but we're going to make sure that even if you got general admission or VIP, everybody will leave out with a with a better mindset. Um, very, you know, motivated. That is our goal. But VIP would just be more so exclusive. Right. Um, 
just hitting more so one-on-one so if you know you're somebody that wants that one-on-one -on -one and not more so like big groups i definitely encourage you to get the vip um tickets that's what's up. I'm well. I'm looking forward to the events. I'm looking forward to it. I and know it's gonna come be. Come to the social. Very come to the social. Yep, yep. I, I definitely, I will definitely do that. I'll do my due diligence. To try if I'm available. Well, I'm not gonna hold no promises, but if I'm available, <laughs> I'm out there. So, all right. So, last question before we take our little break here. Um. So, well, again, with the two part questions now. Part one of the question is, what would you tell? Jill, from 10 years ago, what would you say to the Jill that was 10 years ago right now? And secondly, which is kind of a little, I'm not going to say contradiction, but more so like, basically more so like it hits home. Like, the second part of the question is, what, any female that's watching, any female that is listening, what would you say to that female that is lost that is struggling to find her way and all of that other stuff what would you tell that person or what advice would you give oh wow that's a good question <laughs> um 10 years ago um, wow that's a really good question so 10 years ago Jillian I would tell her don't ever give up um your barriers is your success story um, I was that person where every time a barrier hit, I would want to give up or I would think negative on how it would play out in the long run. When in the long run, it actually became my, my skill sets that I'm the strongest in, you know. Um, I wasn't even a person who was, could do stuff like this. I couldn't just get up and talk and share my story. I was somebody who would run in a room and cry and, you know, just talk to my mom about it and nobody would know, you know, what's bothering me. But, you know, 10 years ago, I will always, you know, tell that, if I could tell that girl 10 years ago, oh my God, so much as I can tell her, but mainly, you know, don't let your barriers defeat your purpose. Um, just don't let it, don't let it do that. Just let it be your success story. I would tell that person, even though this is the chapter in your book right now. Your story is not over, okay? Um, just turn to the next page and keep going. Turn to the next page and keep going. Keep going because at the end of the day, you you define how the story ends. And my story is still going. So I'm not going to let one chapter or one page, you know, define my purpose. That's what I would tell somebody who is also, you know, lost and struggling, even when it comes to, you know, even though I'm talking about <clears throat> educational community development, because that's what, you know, the Westside Project is, you know, even when it comes to relationships, and, you know, I've been through a lot <laughs> with relationships, and I would tell that person 10 years ago, and I'm still working on now, that know your worth, you know, right. yep. as, as young women, we make mistakes, we learn, we grow, but know your worth um, and know how to love yourself before you try to love someone else um, because then you can really know the type of person that you want and the type of person that's good for you. I feel like everybody has that person, but that person that you may be in love with is not your person. It might be somebody else's person. So I definitely would tell that girl 10 years ago, 
to know yourself, love yourself, put yourself first, and everything will fall into place. Oh my God, preach, 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 preach on top of preach. My God, you really preaching today, though. <laughs> you really preaching. <laughs> you said hit home, so I had to let it hit home. Nah, you didn't, though. No. I, I wouldn't I went even, <laughs> nothing less than, than what you just said, though. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, uh, that's about that. But, Jill, thank you so much. Um, you want to just want to hang around a little bit and talk some lit topics? Yes. All right. So, when we get back, we're going to take a little... Breather for a little bit. So when we get back, there's gonna be a lot to talk about. Uh, Megan and Stallion really dropped two, 250k on a verse. Big money. P Valley, the shot, you know, P Valley finale. Something crazy. We have to get into that. Homecoming obviously is coming around the corner, so we definitely gotta get into that. Yes, yes, yes. And you know. Little two of HBCU stories that we have to get into. So, y'all keep it locked right here. This is the Running Form Podcast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we back. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, st still here with Joe. Um, we, we just, we still here. <laughs> still here. Alright, so we was just getting done talking about the What's Next project, the youth conference, and... It's, who, not, it's, a, not youth, it's a women's oh, conference. Women's conference. Women's empowerment conference, yes. excuse me. Let me, let me, let me, professional. let me get that right. Let me get that right before I get choked out here. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then we talked about who, who is she as a human being, as a person, and all that other stuff. So now, of course, this is the fun part of the podcast where we get to chop it up on some current events. There's been a lot. So, I mean, we could go whichever way, we could go in whichever direction, but you know what? We're going to go ahead and, and, and talk about a little bit current of what's going on. So, P Valley... Season finale just dropped on season two. Long awaited season two. Oh my god. Like yes. the twist and turns of all eight nine episodes was a lot. <laughs> so it was a lot a lot of sex. <laughs> Same sex scenes a lot. Um can can we just go with the backstory here with some <laughs> I love Pete Valley. I, I love how uncut it is. I mean I think it just gives you, it's just real. It's, right. It's, it's realistic. It's life, you know. I mean, in some some episodes, you know, it's more exclusive than others, but it's life, you know. It's just they just real right. with it. I love it. They just real with it. From the first episode, <laughs> from the first to the last episode, like the whole car wash scene, the whole threesome scene with Mercedes and Coach and his wife, and what else. It, it, that's, but that's really what's going on yeah, like in right. this world it, it, it's normal for like well we, it's everyday we see it everyday you may even know people that do that everyday like it's they just real uncut right um what else that happened this season um Mercedes daughter gets pregnant yes um and the, the abortion she got a, did she get an abortion yeah she got an abortion she got an abortion she yeah yeah, which is real things that's going on that's right now. Real things, you know, that's really, that's real things. And that really, I love how P Valley just, 
hit home with different topics. Like some people, they do too much. They they right. show too much. It's real life. It's what people really are facing. Like people are really, you know, with the abortion, that's a huge thing right now. It is. And they really just brought it back, you know, to what we really see in real life. Yes, it's a storyline, but there is somebody out there that's really, you know, deciding should they get an abortion or not. Seeing right. people go against them about it and then seeing people that's there for them about it. Like that's real life things, even with the same sex, you know, relationship and people struggling to just be themselves and you know worry about what the outside world would think about them because of the platform they have like that's real life stuff it's just you know yeah that's real to it. it's a storyline to it but let disclaimer everybody um jay Fonz is not gay number one yeah, he cut, has a wife right he has a wife and he yeah. has a whole family yeah um who else big um what is it big uh tech the one oh, that yeah. he has a family too and a whole wife. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They're just, you know, just actors. Just acting their job. <laughs> right. But um getting to the finale though, my lord. Like it was just a whole lot that happened. Megan the Stallion was a guest, but we're gonna talk about her in a few. Oh, in the she field. was looking bad too. My girl was looking bad. Whew. And then, you know, Andre not seeing his kids and Haley. It's just going ghost, but disclaimer, she's not coming back for season three. So we all know that for a fact. And anybody like everybody else wondering like what's gonna happen with those babies that she ain't she pregnant? Yes. Like are they not they just gonna say, you know They just gonna scratch this whole thing. I don't know. I that I, I was like, okay, what's gonna happen with the kid? Well, we don't we never know. We're gonna see and I guess the pink and the whole and this whole casino thing and whatever the case oh, may yes. be. Ooh. Uncle Clifford going through it, goddammit. Oh, man. I can't wait. I hope they don't make us wait, like, another... Another like, three. If it's like, five years, like, I don't know about y'all, but when I was watching it, I forgot who some of the people were. <laughs> like, I remember Mercedes, but, like, I forgot all about um, the security old man. Uh, so, um... What is his name? And I forgot all about Diamond. Diamond. He's so fine, y'all, but... I forgot. Like, it was little people. Uh, Keyshawn too, because yeah, now she she's now the yeah. the top the, the top female. Yeah, like, you know, it was some people. I was like, oh man, like, I forgot they was you know. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like because we waited so long. It, it's too it was too long because oh, of course oh. the pandemic of course had yes. to shut everything down. Yeah. So with that being said, okay. Speaking of Megan Thee Stallion, though, know, um, I'm pretty sure y'all listened to the album, her new album, her new album, All Out of Us. I got to go get it. Vaj to go get it. Fire. But um, it was an interview that she was doing for LA Leakers. Shout out to LA Leakers, by the way, though. Like, Love everybody it. does their freestyles on there. Love it. So, if you don't know what LA Leakers is, I'll tell you. It is a hip-hop station out in LA. They have all hip-hop artists come and do their freestyles. Whether it be from Meek Mill to Fabio Foreign to whoever. Whoever's late in hip-hop, they on there. They're doing their freestyles. So, um, apparently she came out and told one of the hosts that she paid Future 250K to, to, to be on a verse. How do you feel about that? <laughs> See, some people might take my ears and be like, first of all, y'all, we gotta remember 250K to Mega Stallion versus me. Like, for her, a lot of people that is in that tax bracket, 
Right. They spend that on chains. They spend that on cars, um, cars, <laughs> houses, like houses. <laughs> like two fifty is really not a lot when you in that tax bracket. But and that's what I'm saying. Like little baby would spend that on a watch. You know, like right. like it's it's nothing to them. But it does seem a lot. But I think it's an investment. Like. It's an investment for her, for her, like her music industry. Female artists already have it hard enough. Females have it hard enough regardless. Right. Um, especially when it comes to like promoting your album and stuff like that. Especially so, in a male-dominated yeah, spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, so. like a lot of men's not going to be like, oh, let me, let me, let me listen to Meg's new album. You like, you're not going to find that a lot versus if little baby drop an album. You know, so it's hard. It's hard for the females. So when you have somebody like Future, Lil Baby, Drake, people like that, that you got the money to invest to put them on your album, do it. Because whether the song is good or not, people going to play they it. They going to play it regardless. All the sake of, oh, it's Meg and Future. Let me hear what this song. Hey, let me hear what this song here. You know, let me. And people going to play it in the clubs. You know, so even though people don't like it, she going to get her money back off the investment. Mm-hmm. Off the simple fact that it's Meg and Future. Like, it's just a marketing strategy at this point. And it just invested in herself. Like, people buying Birkin bags and, you oh, know, Lord, X, lines, X, Y, and Z. <laughs> you might as well invest in yourself. Like, that 250 in her head, I'm going to flip that. Right. Because within the first week, so many people going to play that song. It's going to be played in the club. It's going to be played on TV shows. Off the set because it's Future. You of know? course. And he got a member of the type of fan base feature guy he got all cultures all cultures listen exactly all cultures listen to future when you got somebody like that where all cultures listen to you you can be played on every station every award show gonna want you you know it's just how it is even like with drake album a lot of people ain't like drake album but it's drake so it's still gonna make numbers first and foremost i will be biased about that (laughs) i am going to be straight biased about that i didn't like the album i didn't like it either but he still make money off of it because right. it's Drake. Once you hit at a certain platform, whatever you put out is going to get played. I ain't going to lie. There's actually two songs I like off the album. And you hear, you hear it in the club. <laughs> and you hear, hear it on the radio. You know, like, right. it's going to get played. So her spending 250 on Future was a smart idea to me because... She invested and she got she got it back. So and that and here's the thing though, it's Pressurelicious by the way. That's the name of the yeah. song too. So, um, so what happened was she paid ended up paying the two fifty, having to, and this was in the middle of production of the album, <laughs> in the middle of production of the yeah, album. She should. They had to be like, yo, I need to call my my accountant. I need to call my management. Like, listen, we need to get this, um, edit and. Do that quickly. And I like how they moved, though. I, I really like how they moved on getting everything done in such last minute. So yes. that way the whole album could be lit, though. Yes. But like I said, y'all could go ahead and download, play it, whatever y'all do. Listen I love to the song. The song is lit. I ain't gonna hold you. I love the song. It, it's, it's well worth the investment. So. Yeah, it's an investment. You gonna, they gonna spend that on Future probably spend that on the chain. Oh, that's Waking easy. <laughs> like it's future. Like and it, you see, she knew the type of the type of artist future was. He got that verse back. She said interview the verse came back just like that. Right. You know, it it was an investment. Like that's just how it is. When you got future on the album, yeah. Somebody go, you gonna somebody play that gonna song. play it. Exactly. Somebody gonna play, play it. Yeah. But if you talking about speaking a little baby, the concert 
out here the other night was actually lit. Though. I ain't get to go. I ain't go either. I was mad. I had to work. I, I'm, I was mad, but you know what? It, from the mixed reviews that I heard, it it was fun. And with Chris Brown doing all these, um, what do we call it here? These these meet and greets with photos and all that other stuff. Now it's going viral. I'm like. Yes, as he should, because like he said, without their fans, they are nothing. That's a fact. Like, That's a without fact. my board, without my village, without my loved ones, I am nothing. You know, if it's not for your fans playing your music, That's a fact. Your, you know, That's a fact. that stuff, you nothing without your fans. I think Chris Brown just really like had to sit back and really think from a humble standpoint as a person, what can I do for the people that made me rich? And now, you know, you see Meg had a meet and greet. I think more artists are going to do it. More artists needs to do it. Like, I'm sold out because of my fans. Right. You know, so I can take a picture with them. You know, they paying his bills. Of course. And as they should, then I think more artists should be doing that, though, too, to give back and, like, just take a, a hot second and just, like, really realize where you have come from. Down at the bottom to up at the top. Exactly. Never you know? forget where you came from. That's 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 the whole saying. Okay, so um before we get into the next topic, I think this topic is going to reach a lot of Greek people for our, our us here. Oh gosh. Um first and foremost, shout out GL, shout out the home team. Yeah, you know GL. Shout shout out Gamma Lambda, you know what I'm saying? Um, and of course, shout out AE, of course. Uh, yeah, the real yeah. AE, by the way, the real AE. I ain't gonna do it. Okay? <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. You know, it's, it's all love at the end of the day. It's all love. Yeah, it's all shout love. Out but, to my home team. Um, but <laughs> it was a viral video that went down that was seen. And, you know, everybody, like I said, this is like really the first week of classes and all that other stuff, you know, welcome week, this, that, and the third. So there was a viral video of a student, what happened to be a man of Omega Safa. You know, they doing they hooks, throwing they hooks up, all that other stuff. Of course, you know that all too well. Um, it was, uh, <laughs> just say it off the strip, cause that, that's that's your bros and all that other stuff. I love the bros, okay? I'm the Riz. I love. Shout out to my home team, Ro Chapter. I love of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Shout out to Ro. Shout out to Ro. Shout out to Ro. I mean, I hope y'all helped it down at Clave. I hope y'all helped it down at Clave. They did. They did. <laughs> um, so, apparently, he came across the female and all that other stuff. Probably she was a freshman or a transfer student, whatever the case may be. <laughs> it was just a whole meeting of the minds, let's just say. <laughs> like, homeboy was tonguing it down, picking her up. <laughs> Q's do what Q's do, okay? So, but there's been mixed reviews, though. Everybody was saying, yeah, sis did that and all this other stuff. And then there's others. It's just like, sis, what are you doing? You putting a bad reputation out there. Ah, ah, ah. Jill, my question to you is this. <laughs> this, this, this has to come. You know, I, and we said this was going to be a raw episode. <laughs> I'm not bringing nothing, nothing different. Ooh. So, how do you feel about this whole situation as a female? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the situation from a female standpoint and then a Greek standpoint? Okay, okay, perfect. So I can 
can go from both standpoints. Yes. So from my standpoint, my first standpoint, regardless of you know what was attached to my name, um, I honestly think that <laughs> she just need mentorship. Um, I think that people are dragging her underneath the water, and it should not be that way. It's sad it has to be that way because social media has became this toxic environment for so many people. And it's like, when I was in college, we had Snapchat. Right, so like, you either you seen it in 24 hours or you it didn't. You couldn't send it to the shade room. You couldn't send it to neighborhood talk, you know. Not even Greek shenanigans. Greek shenanigans. <laughs> you, we, we didn't have all that right. when I was in school. And now since we do, it's like, it's sad because she a freshman, y'all. I mean, she's a freshman because they was doing orientation. So she had to be new in some certain standpoint. And it's like, I think people are forgetting when people be like, oh, she just messed up. She ain't never getting no letters or her reputation is drained. Her, her, her college years is over. No, it's not. No, off the first year? Come oh, on. Off no, the first not. week. The not. first week? No, it's not. The first week? No. And I think that people forget. And this is a pet peeve of mine. I hate that people think that you have to go in college and already know about Greek life. Mm-hmm. That kills me. Right. Like, knowing about certain stuff about Greek life. Some people don't know. Nobody don't know nothing about Greek life going to college. And that is okay. You know, that's something that you learn in college. And I also feel like people also don't know that alcoholism is that that young in the game. Like, you don't know if that was her first time really, you know, drinking like that in college. I can remember my freshman year, I had some of my worst drunk nights in my freshman year because that's when you finally free. Right. You finally free. You go back to your room, you go back to your place, you not... You know, that's your first step of, like, I'm on my own, kind of. So, you don't know her, if she knew her level of, you know, intoxication. Like, you know, is she really that drunk? Like, is she even know what she was doing? I didn't see no friends around her. All I see people recording. So, was she even with somebody? You know, um, and reputation-wise, let's be honest. The majority of people freshman year in college, we didn't know I did something that could have ruined our reputation. Right. I remember my time too. <laughs> shit, we my time too. Like, damn it! <laughs> like we didn't all, we didn't, and I can speak because I'm humble as I can. I done did some stuff, and I done went to. We both went to HBCUs. Okay? Exactly, and let alone the same school like the, that. Right, <laughs> same school, and we both can vouch. Everybody know everybody at Smith. Of course, that's the fact. Whether you don't know them personally, you know of them, and both of us were very involved, so they can just say, "Oh, Jill, the dancing." Or, you know, oh, the, the Sigma or, oh, the one that was on Royal Court. You know, right. just certain stuff where you can attach people's names to. And I feel like y'all ain't even give this girl a chance to even really build herself. Y'all took this video and put her in this boat that she's just like this. She didn't know. And that, that's the bros, you know. The, they been picking up girls. Cause that's what they do. Like, exactly. That's just the bros. So, I mean, of course, why nobody stop her? Who stops the bros doing stuff like that? Like, that stuff been going on forever. It was just, it just happened to be recorded. And now she in a mess up situation because it's all over. And, but it's very sickening to me that people are already 
saying that she's not going to succeed with anything when it comes to college. And it's like, this might, she might be the first generation in her family. Right. She might be the hope for her family. And y'all are literally trying to drain her and discourage her of being that, going to that next level because of a video of her kissing a Omega. When nine times out of ten, half... Go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead, no, no, go ahead, please. Nine times out of ten, if you a female, you didn't mess with a Greek, okay? It, regardless if you took it to that level, you didn't tag, you didn't entertain, you, come on now. Right. Greeks, athletes, people that got some type of name attached to their school, you didn't did some, you didn't got nasty with Right, uh, not even, yeah, you I was going to yeah, say, not, not even Greeks, not, yeah. athletes and all athletes. that other stuff include, yes. You didn't did, people that's known on campus, come on now, you didn't, you didn't did some stuff, you just right. ain't here recording. Recording, right. Come or on just, now. you know, stuff that happened behind closed doors. Yeah, we didn't did this, man. Okay, man. I'm going to play a little devil's, devil's advocate here for just a second. So, I would honestly say, and, and I read through the comments and all that other stuff, like some said, yeah, um, she, the bruh gonna put in a good word that she...